This is episode 97, the Listening Well podcast. Welcome to the Listening Well, engaging you, the reflective woman, in soul care, spirituality, and social spaces through the grid of God's grace. Here, it's all about relationships where you live, work, and play. Hey, love. How are you this fine January day? I am finally reaching the point where I remember to write 2020 on my journal entry in the morning. It seems like that gets to be a bigger and bigger deal every year for me anyway. I'm always getting dates mixed up. I've told you before about how I've ruined surprises or stuck my foot in my mouth somehow. Well, today I'm going to tell you another one of those stories. It was my most embarrassing moment of 2019, and it happened on the very last day of the year. Because what better way is there to ring in the new than to laugh at yourself? I was just talking about this with a friend the other day, in fact. It was Colleen Radcliffe. She and I were on a coaching call recently. Colleen is a women's director at my church, Fellowship Bible, here in Nashville, Tennessee. Her interview is back at episode 90, I believe. Go back and grab that if you haven't heard it already, and we'll wait right here. It's called Life Giver. I'm also going to tell you a little bit about how I see this spring season 8 rolling out. But first I do want to I do want but first I do want you to consider that question. Are you able to laugh at yourself? Or as Colleen says, laugh with yourself. That's probably a better way to say it. How much kinder it is when we do that than what we typically do, which is speak critically to ourselves. That's what we're all good at, right? Well, a couple of weeks ago, I came this close to ruining a surprise birthday party. Have you ever done this? That's always been a fear of mine. Huge fear. So I'm always really careful to plan ahead and leave plenty of margin. Um, I probably overthink these things. So I told you back in season two about the time that I actually showed up for a baby shower too early. In fact, I was three hours early to be exact. (laughs) Yes, my good friend Carol Worsham was hosting the shower for her sweet daughter, Rachel. Thank goodness that party was not a surprise. Rachel is a missionary in different parts of the world, so they had to plan ahead for that one. Still, I was pretty embarrassed. But that was nothing. Get this. Over Christmas break, one of my best friends, Nicole, was turning 50. So her thoughtful husband, Ken, wanted to do something really special for her. It was so great. There were there was talk of maybe sending Nikki with a handful of her BFFs to the beach for a few days to celebrate. Then I heard the decision was made to book an Airbnb down um, right here in downtown Nashville instead of the beach. So we were going to, you know, plan on three nights there and we would all help Ken throw a big party that Saturday night 
at the rental so that her other friends from church in the neighborhood could all come out and wish her happy birthday too. And of course, any relatives from faraway places and her daughters would be there. Everyone would come in that Saturday for the party. Well, I assumed that the little change of location was all that changed and that it would still be Nikki and us, you know, her inner circle of besties staying at the Airbnb. So that first night, I'm running errands on my way to this big sleepover. It's Friday of the weekend, and I have my suitcase packed in my car. I'm picking up just a couple of last-minute things to stuff into my overnight bag. I'm thinking to myself, this is great. I'm ahead of schedule. I won't spoil the surprise by walking in late or too early, since I've done both. I'm going to be right on time. Well, as I'm hitting my last errand, I run into a mutual friend of mine and Nikki's, and she asked me, are you going to the big party tomorrow night? I think to myself, oh, poor thing. She doesn't know. She's not in the inner circle. She has no idea that I have the special privilege of enjoying the Airbnb tonight, but not just tonight with Nikki and all her all her other special people from said inner circle. Not just tomorrow night, Saturday, for the big party that's, you know, open to everyone, the general public. But the special people, intimate friends like me, we get to enjoy both. We get to spend the whole weekend there. But I don't say a word of that to this poor girl because I don't want her to feel left out or inferior or anything like that, you know, so I answer her and I'm pretty sure that she could hear the pity in my voice. Yes, I'll see you there tomorrow night at the party. Then I smile smugly to myself and I get in my car and I drive off like a schoolgirl who's about to burst with a secret. (laughs) Oh dear, you see where this is going, right? Well, I'm making my way downtown. It's getting dark, and I'm as I'm driving up, I can see the spectacular skyline. And I get really excited, so I pull into the unit, and I'm thinking, wow, there are no other cars here. I mean, it, it looks almost like an abandoned building, and nobody's home. I think to myself, hmm, do I have the right address? This is kind of weird. Maybe I'm just the first one here and everybody else is parked down the street so they don't give away the surprise. That's it. (laughs) So I make my way in and everyone is playing it so cool. Nikki's daughters were right there and they never let on that I am an entire 24 hours early. Yes, that's right. You heard right. I show up a whole day earlier than I'm supposed to. But I do remember having that feeling like, Remember in the Madeline books when the nurse at the girls' home would stick her little finger up in the air and go, hmm, something is not right. (laughs) I get that sick feeling in the pit of my stomach a couple of times during this little, during this scenario, and I just keep brushing it off, you know. And go on. Nikki's daughters, Caitlin, Carly, and Cammy, the three of them are all making dinner in the kitchen. They greet me really big, like, hey, wow, it's really good to see you. <laughs> now I'm thinking back, and I'm sure that what they really wanted to say was more along the lines of, what in the world are you doing here? <laughs> but they're all sweethearts, and they don't say a thing. So I just make my way up to the roof. And I find Nikki sitting there with her mom and her stepdad and her hubby. And I yell, surprise.
surprise. And she is indeed so surprised to see me, and so is everybody else. <laughs> they all just look as perplexed as everyone did downstairs, and I keep wondering, why are all, why is everybody looking at me so funny? Where are all Nikki's friends? I can't believe no one else has shown up yet. What is, what is happening? What I wasn't clear on, which apparently everyone else was crystal clear on, was that the plan all along was for the family and only the family to stay there in the Airbnb for the long weekend. And friends like me were supposed to be there the next night and only the next night for the party. But I apparently misread that whole entire section of the email or skimmed it or missed it altogether, I guess. I announced to everyone that I'm not going to spend the night after all because, you know, the whole thing was just so awkward. (laughs) And they're all like, oh, are you sure? Well, okay, if you're sure. (laughs) Again, they are so polite. This is really the sweetest family, the Normans. And all the while, they're probably going, well, that's a relief. You're not even supposed to be here till tomorrow, woman. Well, thank goodness I had the wherewithal to not say anything really stupid like, see you guys tomorrow, or I'll be back. (laughs) I did apologize to the family after it was all over for showing up a day early. I felt so stupid, and I felt sure that I completely gave away the surprise party. But they insisted that my showing up on Friday threw the birthday girl off so she wasn't wasn't expecting anything else on Saturday. (laughs) I'm going to have to ask her about that when she comes on the show and see if it's really true. I have been trying to interview Nikki now for four years. I cannot believe it's been this long. You need to hear from this woman. I've had the privilege of coaching this woman, and she's coached me too over the years. She is absolutely a light for the kingdom. I don't know how... (laughs) Every time we schedule an interview, we end up doing something else that comes up instead, and or we end up talking the whole hour. I don't know. I think maybe it's the kind of thing where you you really don't go um, see the landmarks in your own city when you're living there. You know what I mean? You just always assume, yeah, I'll get to it. it that'll always be there. Well, I did that with the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> and the World Trade Center in New York when I lived there. And I don't want to do that with my people. I don't want to take my people for granted like that. So, Nicole, if you're listening, we are booking your interview, by golly. We are going to get you in here. You are not going to get out of it anymore. I know where you live, and I've got your number, girl. Nikki is going to have a lot to share when she finally does come in for her interview, I'm sure. Not only did she just join the Five Decade Club, but she's going to India next month. Ken, her husband, is going too. Listen, love, several of my friends have gotten to go on this special trip to help this mission in India. It's it's the same place that I was planning on going to a couple of years ago with my daughter who was adopted from there. And this particular mission that my church is supporting is just a couple of hours away from my daughter's orphanage. So we've been so excited to go there, but health issues have not allowed me to make the trip yet. I cannot get the doctors to give me their okie dokie. I keep hoping maybe next year, 
But I got to tell you, love, God is so kind. Even though I haven't been able to go to India, He has, in a sense, brought India to me. What I mean by that is this. I'm starting to meet all these Indian people. It's so great. I read recently that there are more Indian Americans now in my area than any other people group. Desi Americans, that's what we like to call ourselves. And we make up the largest ethnic population here in my sweet little suburb. It's it's amazing. I am embracing my heritage more and more. I even changed my Instagram handle to Oopsie Desi American. Isn't that so cute? So as I'm embracing my roots, I am excited to get to know these fellow brown people. And I especially want to see if any of them have questions about this gospel that we center our very lives on. So can I ask you to please say a prayer for these meetings? I want to point my new friends to the hope of glory who lives inside us, Christ Jesus, our King. And as for the podcast, this spring, we are going to be talking about the single most important thing you need to do to build and keep authentic, life-giving, laughter-inducing relationships. I'm also really excited because David Thomas is coming in from Daystar. Melody Aguayo is coming in. Both are excellent resources for you, whether you parent a child from a hard place or not. If you're in any kind of relationship at all, with any kind of humans at all, anywhere outside of yourself, you need to be here for those conversations, plus a whole lot more. I'm going to continue posting twice a month. That's worked really well. I'm going to be uploading an episode next week, and then I'm going to be on the K-Love Cruise with Blair. I'd love to meet up with you if you're going. Please let me know, because he's going to be working all day while I play all day, and our big, responsible adult kids are going to be holding down the fort. Such a fun stage. Check out the website, thelisteningwell.com, and follow me on Insta, also The Listening Well. And now here's a review to tell you why you should be subscribed to the podcast and why you should go check out the website. <laughs> All the things. Here's a review from Littleton419. As I listen to Carthy and her guests, I find that I revisit the themes, messages, and heartfelt responses that move me to grow. I'm so grateful to hear real stories. Carthy asks the best questions and listens with emotional intelligence within her faith in Jesus. Thank you so much, Littleton419. If you have something to say, please write a review and leave us a good rating. (laughs) It sounds very subjective. If you don't have anything good to say, then don't leave a review. No, that's not the truth. If you have a suggestion and have um, feedback as to what you would like more of or less of on this show, by all means, write a review, email me, let me know, and we will make it happen. We welcome your feedback. Thanks for listening. Also, if you're interested in hearing more about the coaching package that I offered over Christmas break, it went over so well, I decided to offer it again. No matter what stage of life you're in, if you need an alongsider, get in here. Email me, carthymasters at gmail.com. I have a sliding scale if you need that. And of course, I have a special rate for my fellowship peeps if you're in the Nashville area. So shoot me an email, carthymasters at gmail.com. Just some little ways for you to live out love. Till next time, bye love. 
My thanks to the heroic, handsome, most talented rock star, keyboard player, producer, engineer extraordinaire, and my best friend, Blair Masters, for setting it all to music. And thank you for joining us. Come on back, and we'll talk more about how you can find your happy by living life more connected. Hmm, check, one, two. Yep, well, this is about as redneck as you can get as far as recording. Episode 97, the Listening Well Podcast. Take four. <laughs>